Section two of a description of New England by Captain John Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Algie Pug. Section two, a description of New England, part one. A description of New England by Captain John Smith. My first two voyages to New England. In the month of April sixteen hundred fourteen, with two ships from London of a few merchants, I happened to arrive in New England, a part of America, at the Isle of Monabigan, in the forty-third and a half of northerly latitude. Our plot was there to take whales and to make trials of a mine of gold and copper. If those failed, fish and furs was then our refuge to make ourselves save as howsoever. We found this whale-fishing a costly conclusion. We saw many, and spent much time in chasing them, but could not kill any, they being a kind of jubartis, and not the whale that yielded finis and oil as we expected. For our gold, it was rather the master's device to get a voyage that projected it, than any knowledge he had at all of any such matter. Fish and furs was now our guard, and by our late arrival and long lingering about the whale, the prime of both those seasons were past ere we perceived it. We thinking that their season served at all times, but we found it otherwise, for by the midst of June the fishing failed. Yet in July and August some was taken but not sufficient to defray so great a charge as our stay required. Of dry fish we made about forty thousand, of core fish about seven thousand. Whilst the sailors fished, myself with eight or nine others of them might best be spared. Ranging a coast in a small boat, we got for trifles near eleven hundred beaver skinners, a hundred martens, and near as many otters and the most of them within a distance of twenty leagues. We ranged the coast both east and west much further, but eastwards our commodities were not esteemed, they were so near the French who affords them better, and right against us in the main was a ship of Sir Francis Pophamus, that had there such acquaintance, having many years used only that port, that the most part there was had by him. On the forty leagues westward were two French ships that had made there a great voyage by trade during the time we tried those conclusions, not knowing the coast or salvage's habitation. With these furs, the train, and the corfish, we returned for England in the barrack, where within six months after our departure from the Downs we see arrived back. The best of this fish was sold for five pound the hundredth, the rest by ill usage betwixt three pound and fifty shillings. The other ship stayed to fit herself for Spain with the dry fish that was sold by the sailor's report that returned at forty riles the quintal, each hundred weighing two quintals and a half. The Situation of New England New England is that part of America in the ocean sea opposite to Nova Albion in the South Sea, discovered by the most memorable Sir Francis Drake in his voyage about the world. 
in regard whereto this is styled new england being in the same latitude new france off it is northward southward is virginia and all the adjoining continent with new granada new spain new andalusia and the west indies no because i have been so oft asked such strange questions of the goodness and greatness of those specious tracts of land how they can be thus long unknown or nor possessed by the spaniard and many such like demands i entreat your pardons if i chance to be too plain or tedious in relating my knowledge for plain men's satisfaction notes of florida florida is the next adjoining to the indies which unprosperously was attempted to be planted by the french a country far bigger than england scotland france and ireland yet little known to any christian but by the wonderful endeavours of ferdinand de soto a valiant spaniard whose writings in this age is the best guide known to search those parts notes of virginia virginia is no isle as many do imagine but part of the continent adjoining to florida whose bounds may be stretched to the magnitude thereof without offence to any christian inhabitant for from the degrees of thirty to forty-five his majesty hath granted his letters patents the coast extending south-west and north-east about fifteen hundred miles but to follow it aboard the shore may well be two thousand at the least of which twenty miles is the most gives entrance into the bay of chesapeake where is the london plantation within which is a country as you may perceive by the description in a book and map printed in my name of that little i there discovered may well suffice three hundred thousand people to inhabit and southward adjoineth that part discovered at the charge of sir walter raleigh by sir ralph lane and that learned mathematician mr thomas harriot northward six or seven degrees is the river sagadabok where was planted the western colony by that honourable patron of virtue sir john popham lord chief justice of england there is also a relation printed by captain bartholomew gosnold of elizabeth's isles and an other by captain weymouth of the pemaquid from all these diligent observers posterity may be betted by the fruits of their labours but for divers others that long before and since have ranged those parts within a kenning sometimes of the shore some touching in one place some in another i must entreat them pardon for omitting them for if i offend in saying that their true descriptions are concealed or never well observed or died with the authors so that the coast is yet still but even as a coast uncanown and undiscovered i have had six or seven several plots of those northern parts so unlike each to other and most so differing from any true proportion or resemblance of the country as they did me no more good than was so much waste paper though they cost me more it may be it was not my chance to see the best but least others may be deceived as i was or through dangerous ignorance hazard themselves as i did i have drawn a map from point to point 
ale to ale and harbour to harbour with the soundings suns rocks and landmarks as i pass close aboard the shore in a little boat although there be many things to be observed which the haste of other affairs did cause me omit for being sent more to get present commodities than knowledge by discoveries for any future good i had not power to search as i would yet it will serve to direct any shall go that ways to safe harbours and the salvages habitations what merchandise and commodities for their labour they may find this following discourse shall plainly demonstrate thus you may see of this two thousand miles more than half is yet unknown to any purpose no not so much as the borders of the sea are yet certainly discovered as for the goodness and true substance of the land we are for the most part yet altogether ignorant of them unless it be those parts about the bay of chesapeake and sagadabok but only here and there we touched or have seen a little those edges of those large dominions which do stretch themselves into the main god doth know how many thousand miles whereof we can yet no more judge than a stranger that saileth betwixt england and france can describe the harbours and dangers by landing here and there in some river or bay till thereby the goodness and substances of spain italy germany bohemia hungary and the rest by this you may perceive how much they err that think every one which hath been at virginia understandeth or knows what virginia is or that the spaniards know one half quarter of those territories they possess no not so much as the true circumference of the terra incognita whose large dominions may equalize the greatness and goodness of america for anything yet known it is strange with what small power he hath reigned in the east indies and few will understand the truth of his strength in america where he having so much to keep with such a pampered force they need not greatly fear his fury in the bermudas virginia new france or new england beyond whose bounds america doth stretch many thousand miles in the frozen parts whereof one master hudson an english mariner did make the greatest discoveries of any christian i know of where he unfortunately died for africa had not the industrious portugalis ranged her unknown parts who would have sought for wealth among those fried regions of black brutish negers where notwithstanding all the wealth and admirable adventures and endeavours more than a hundred and forty years they know not one-third of those black habitations but it is not a work for every one to manage such an affair as makes a discovery and plants a colony it requires all the best parts of art judgment courage honesty constancy diligence and industry to do but near well some are more proper for one thing than another and therein are to be employed and nothing breeds more confusion than misplacing and misemploying men in their undertakings columbus cortez pizarra soto magellanus and the rest serve more than apprenticeship to learn how to begin their most memorable attempts in the west indies which to the wonder of all ages successfully they effected 
when many hundreds of others far above them in the world's opinion being instructed but by relation came to shame and confusion in actions of small moment who doubtless in other matters were both wise discreet generous and courageous i say not this to detract anything from their incomparable merits but to answer those questionless questions that keep us back from imitating the worthiness of their brave spirits that advance themselves from poor soldiers to great captains their posterity to great lords their king to be one of the greatest potentates on earth and the fruits of their labours his greatest glory power and renown the description of new england that part we call new england is betwixt the degrees of forty-one and forty-five but that part this discourse speaketh of stretcheth but from penobscot to cape cod some seventy-five leagues by a right line distant each from other within which bounds i have seen at least forty several habitations upon the sea coast and sounded about twenty-five excellent good harbours in many whereof there is anchorage for five hundred sail of ships of any burthen in some of them for five thousand and more than two hundred isles overgrown with good timber of divers sorts of wood which do make so many harbours as requireth a longer time than i had to be well discovered the particular countries or governments the principal habitation northward we were at was penobscot southward along the coast and up the rivers we found megadakut segocket pemaquid nusconcus kennebec sagadahoc and almorcogen and to those countries belong the people of segatago paghuntanuk pocopassum taukanakinect wabiganus nasak mashirosquek warigwek mosoquen wakogo pasaranak etc to these are alloyed the countries of aukosisko akominticus pasataquak agawon and namekek all these i could perceive differ little in language fashion or government though most be lords of themselves yet they hold the bashabis of penobscot the chief and greatest amongst them the next i can remember by name are matahunts two pleasant isles of groves gardens and cornfields in league from the sea from the main then totunt massachusett pokapormet Quanahasit, Sagoquas, Nahapasumquek, Topint, Sekasor, Totit, Nuznokomakak, Akomak, Chowum. Then Cape Cod, by which is Pomet and the Isle Norset, of the language and alliance of them of Chowum. The others are called Massachusetts, of another language, humour, and condition for their trade and merchandise to each of their habitations they have diverse towns and people belonging and by their relations and descriptions more than twenty several habitations and rivers that stretch themselves far up into the country even to the borders of diverse great lakes where they kill and take most of their beavers and otters from penobscot to sagadahoc 
This coast is all mountains and isles of huge rocks, but overgrown with all sorts of excellent good woods for building houses, boats, barks, or ships, with an incredible abundance of most sorts of fish, much fowl, and sundry sorts of good fruits for man's use. The mixture of an excellent soil. Betwixt Sagadohook and Soakatuk there is but two or three sandy bays, but betwixt that and Cape Cod very many, especially the coast of the Massachusetts is so indifferently mixed with high clay or sandy cliffs in one place, and then tracts of large long ledges of divers sorts, and quarries of stones in other places so strangely divided with tinctured veins of divers colours, as free stone for building, slate for tailing, smooth stone to make furnaces and forges for glass or iron, and iron ore sufficient conveniently to melt in them. But the most part so resembleth the coast of Devonshire, I think most of the cliffs would make such limestone. If they be not of these qualities, they are so like, they may deceive a better judgment than mine. All which are so near adjoining those other advantages I observed in those parts, that if the ore prove as good iron and steel in those parts, as I know it is within the bounds of the country, I dare engage my heed, having but men skilful to work the simplest they are growing. To have all things belonging to the building and the rigging of ships of any proportion, and good merchandise for the fraught, within a square of ten or fourteen leagues, and were it for a good reward, I would not fear to prove it in a less limitation. A proof of an excellent temper, a proof of health, and surely, by reason of those sandy cliffs and cliffs of rocks, both which we saw are so planted with gardens and cornfields, and so well inhabited with a goodly, strong, and well-proportioned people, besides the greatness of the timber growing on them, the greatness of the fish, and the moderate temper of the air, for of twenty-five, not any were sick, but two that were many years diseased before they went, notwithstanding our bad lodging and accidental diet, who can but approve this a most excellent place, both for health and fertility? and of all the four parts of the world that I have yet seen not inhabited, could I have but means to transport a colony, I would rather live here than anywhere, and if it did not maintain itself, were we but indifferently well fitted, let us starve. Steeple Commodities Present The main steeple, from hence to be extracted for the present to produce the rest, is fish, which, however, it may seem a mean and base commodity, yet who will but truly take the pains and consider the sequel, I think, will allow it well worth the labour. It is strange to see what great adventures the hopes of setting forth men of war to rob the industrious innocent would procure, or such massy promises in gross, no more a choke then well fed with such hasty hopes. THE HOLLANDERS FISHING But who doth not know that the poor Hollanders, chiefly by fishing, at a great charge and labour in all weathers in the open sea, are made a people so hardy and industrious, 
and by the venting this poor commodity to the easterlings were as mean, which is wood, flux, pitch, tar, rosin, cordage, and such like, for which they exchange again to the French, Spaniards, Portugalis, and English, etc., for what they want, are made so mighty, strong, and rich, as no state but Venice, of twice their magnitude, is so well furnished with so many fair cities, goodly towns, strong fortresses, and that abundance of shipping, and all sorts of merchandise, as well of gold, silver, pearls, diamonds, precious stones, silks, velvets, and cloth of gold, as fish, pitch, wood, or such gross commodities. What voyages and discoveries, east and west, north and south, ye about the world make they? What an army by sea and land have they long maintained in despite of one of the greatest princes of the world? And never could the Spaniard with all his mines of gold and silver pay his debts, his friends and army, half so truly as the Hollanders still have done by this contemptible trade of fish. Divers, I know, may allege many other assistances, but this is their mine, and the sea the source of those silvered streams of all their virtue, which hath made them now the very miracle of industry, the pattern of perfection for these affairs, and the benefit of fishing is that primum mobile which turns all their spheres to this height of plenty, strength, honour, and admiration, which is fifteen hundred pound. Heading, cod, and ling is that triplicity which makes their wealth and shipping's multiplicities, such as it is, and from which, few would think it, they yearly draw at least half a million and a half of pounds sterling. Yet it is most certain, if records be true, and in this faculty they are so naturalized, and of their vents so certainly acquainted, as there is no likelihood they will ever be paralleled, having two or three thousand busses, flat bottoms, sword pinks, toads, and such like, that breeds them sealers, mariners, soldiers, and merchants, never to be wrought out of that trade, and fit for any other. I will not deny, but others may gain as well as they, that will use it, though not so certainly, nor so much in quantity, for want of experience. And this herring they take upon the coast of Scotland and England, their cod and ling upon the coast of Ireland and in the North Seas. Hambra, on the east countries, for sturgeon and caviar, gets many thousands of pounds from England, and the Straits, Portugale, the Biscaynes, and the Spaniards make forty or fifty sailor yearly to Cape Blanc to hook for porgos, mullet, and make putado, and Newfoundland doth yearly float near eight hundred sail of ships with a silly, lean, skinny poor John, and corfish, which at least yearly amounts to three or four hundred thousand pound, if from all those parts such pains is taken for this poor gains of fish, and by them hath neither meat, drink, nor clothes, wood, iron, nor steel, pitch, tar, nets, leads, salt, hooks, nor lines, for shipping, fishing, nor provision, but at the second, third, fourth, or fifth hand, 
drawn from so many several parts of the world ere they come together to be used in this voyage if these i see can gain and the sailors live going for shares less than the third part of their labours yet spend as much time in going and coming as in staying there so short is the season of fishing why should not we more doubt than holland portugal spaniard french or other but to do much better than they when there is victual to feed us wood of all sorts to build boats ships or barks the fish at our doors pitch tar masts yards and most of the other necessities only for making and here are no hard landlords to rack us with high rents or extorted fines to consume us no tedious pleas in law to consume us with their many years disputations for justice no multitudes to occasion such impediments to good orders as in populous states so freely hath god and his majesty bestowed those blessings on them that will attempt to obtain them as here every man may be master and owner of his own labour and land or the greatest part in a small time if he have nothing but his hands he may set up this trade and by industry quickly grow rich spending but half that time well which in england we abuse in idleness worse or as ill here is ground almost as good as any lieth in the height of forty-one forty-two forty-three etc which is as temperate and as fruitful as any other parallel in the world examples of the altitude comparatively as for example on this side the line west of it in the south sea is nova albion discovered as is said by sir francis drake east from it is the most temperate part of portugal the ancient kingdoms of galatia biscay navarre aragon catalonia castilia the old and the most moderatest of castilia the new and valencia which is the greatest part of spain which if the spanish histories be true in the romans time abounded no less with gold and silver mines than now the west indies the romans then using the spaniards to work in those mines as now the spaniards doth the indians end of section two a description of new england by captain john smith part one